Hello, everybody. My name is Danielle Clardy, and I am your host for the Conversation Series podcast, the podcast where we sit down with different people from different walks of life with different backgrounds, different careers and niches, and hear what inspires them and how they got started. And we're doing it all right here. So let's start the conversation. I am blessed today to have Kiara Ruth here with us. And I'm so thrilled that she's here to talk to all of you and just, I'm going to let her introduce yourself. So hi, everyone. Um, my name is Kier Ruth. I am originally from Little Rock, Arkansas, um, but now I reside in Raleigh with my husband and my son, uh, Miles, who just turned seven. Um, and I am a lifestyle blogger uh, for a brand called The Banana Moon. Um, where I talk all things motherhood, travel, and food uh, through the lens of my seven-year-old, Miles. So yes, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I have, like, I did research before I, I wanted before this, so I wanted to, like, ask you a few things. Is it true you had a dream of becoming a DEA agent? Yes, that is very much so true, <laughs> yes. I, before I became a mom and like got married and stuff, I wanted to be a secret agent. I wanted to live in Mexico and like date high profile drug dealers to bust them. So that's what I really, really wanted to do. Very dangerous job. So I ended up changing yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I am very, very different than what you're doing right now. Yes. Very <laughs> different. <laughs> um, when I need to know the story behind how you came up with the banana moon. What is the story behind your name? Okay, so my he Miles was about three years old then, and he would always go, Mommy, the banana's out, the banana's out. And I'm like, What? The banana moon is out. Look. And so I would look up when the moon was shaped like a banana he would call it the banana moon and at first I used to be like no it's not a banana you know I would give him like the scientific name for the shape of the moon but then I realized I was like you know what I'm stopping him from dreaming I'm stopping him from um having an imagination yeah. and so I probably did that once and after that I was like you know what it is a moon yeah uh, and so the banana moon was birthed from Miles and I gave it to, I gave it life. That's what I tell people. Miles birthed the name and I gave it life. So. Love that. Banana. I've never thought of that as like, as a banana, but mm -hmm. that's such a really cool thing to think about. Yeah. So that's how I came up with it. Um, and I think too, another thing was for me, like a lot of times as adults, we forget to dream. We, yeah. that playful side, yeah. um, we're so linear where like we get work done, yeah. you know, everything like ABC, but kids push us to think outside the box. Yeah. And so the banana moon just kind of um, became my creative space to think outside the box and to be a kid again, almost. Yeah, absolutely. I love I, it to be a kid again would be such a dream. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I tell Miles all the time. I'm like, you say that you want to be a teenager now, but yeah. you, you know, trust our, me. Our parents used to say to us all the time, don't wish it away. And then you get older and you're like, damn, I shouldn't have wished it away. Yeah. You go, dang, I got to pay that bill. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, exactly I, I, what it is. 
yeah I feel like the more of an adult when I have to pay a bill so (laughs) yes I agree with you on that what is how did you start your blog what was the, the kind of purpose behind it the purpose behind my blog was um to just shed some light on first of all my story um so I'm a sexual abuse survivor um and I wanted to share that part of me but also what it means to overcome and heal through the sexual abuse um but connected to raising a child right because there are so many things that come along with walking through that type of thing Um, but then also too it allowed me to be creative because as a mother you know sometimes you get so caught up in um oh I have to do this I have to do that like you have so many responsibilities um but the writing has become a creative outlet for me um and so I use that to fuel that passion but then also encourage other moms other women um other parents and guardians um to say in spite of this I've been able to do this right very cool and your concept of through the eyes of miles is very unique and typically you don't see that in a blog where Mm -hmm. did you get that kind of idea from? Because I think um, growing up, I didn't have the experiences that Miles has. Like he's, he's done so many more things at seven than I had done probably ever. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's been so great, but then also to allowing him to, grow in a way in a worldly way and I don't mean it in a sense that you know he's going to be wild and right. and things like that but what I mean is that I want him to be able to walk in any space I want him to be able to talk about travel and culture and food and I want him to be worldly in that way but I also wanted him to, I wanted to experience it with him first for him to say oh yeah me and my mom we visit one of the you know, seven wonders of the world together. And this is how it made me feel. And I first started out doing that through art. That's how it really um, came about because we would go to museums and I would, I would, um, my husband calls it, pick his brain. I would pick his brain. You know, how, how did, how did this painting make you feel? How does this painting make you feel? How, like, what do you think they're saying here? And so that's how it became through the lens of Miles Um, because kids have a way of thinking differently right and that's how they came or like with food you know he's like well the only way I'm going to eat sushi is if I travel to China right you know like he has like or he's like and I'm like well how do I make that happen you know because he's like if if I'm if it's not going to be authentic right then I don't want it and (laughs) but it's crazy because that's what how I want him to be yeah yeah. Um, and, and so, and what a cool thing for us to say, I haven't tried Indian food yet, and I'm not going to try it until I go to India or something like, like to lead that kind of life and journey and thinking it would be. Yeah. I mean, so super unreal for all of us just to follow. 
Yeah. And I, and I show him like travel people who travel the world um, and just how rich a person can be just travel alone. And so through the lens of him has really just kind of very cool. Open up my eyes too, you know, in this blogger space, where do you feel the most challenged in the bloggers? Okay. So I think for me, it's, how consistent people try to tell you you should be yes right um I think in the blogger space there's so many things people tell you that you should do or how you should do this um and in some ways I do feel challenged in that um because I don't want to miss out or I don't want to be um not you know, I want people to follow and I want people to do this. And I think those are challenges because it creates these unrealistic expectations for the people around you. And I, these past couple of years, I've kind of let that go. Yeah. Um, be in, because I only write when I'm passionate about it. Um, and I tell people all the time, and I think you may have heard me say this before, but yeah. it's not my job to encourage you to buy a sweater right. or a pair of jeans. Right. I want to know about the person who's inside the sweater, you yeah. know, or the struggle that you had to walk through in those jeans. Yeah. Um, and so I think that has been not necessarily a challenge, but just pushing the norm of what it means to be a blogger, especially in today's world when someone's trying to sell you eyeliner or, you know, the next sale. Um, And and some people, my growth has been slow, but it's been consistent. Uh, It's been slow, but consistent. But then also too, it's not as quick as other people because I'm not trying to please everybody. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Now, do you feel like, because there are so many people now that are in this I, I, the best way to blogger space, do you feel like there is sometimes just too many, or there's an over an abundance of people who are sometimes doing the same thing or just in general? Um, it, when you, when you were speaking, it made me think about, um, when Rihanna created Fenty, yeah. did she care that there was a NARS company or Mac, yeah. right? She created space for herself and she stayed in her lane. Now she might have some of the same shades or some of this, but it's hers. And so I think there is a lot of people who blog and there are a lot of people who have websites in there. But I think one of the things that's been very refreshing for me is there's no one like me. Right. You know, there's no one who's going to say it like me. And so, yes, she might be a blogger, but she's not me. Right. Right. I Um, love that. I love that. And that relation to Rihanna is very, very true. uh, mm -hmm. Because I I like, she is a queen in my eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The space that she has created. Mm -hmm. And she didn't, she, you know, she could have been like, oh, well, they've already done it, but they haven't done it like you. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so that's how I have to move. Yeah. I love that. Um, Mm -hmm. Where do you feel like where is your kind of zone? Like, what is your f- passion and favorite thing to kind of write about? You know, I told Terrence this the other day, that's my husband. I said, 
if I could travel the world yeah. and write yeah. and write and write and eat, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> although yeah. I don't want to be a food blogger, I just want, or, you know, I, I yeah. think my, my, my zone is being in different places and experiencing people and culture um, motivates me in a way that I can't explain. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in a more immediate, like, you know, more proximity to right now, I would say just watching Miles, I think that motivates me. He'll say something and I'm like, all right. You know, like, <laughs> like and then I'll write about it. I'm like, yeah. this is, Miles sparked this, you know, or I'll listen to a podcast. Um, so those are things that are kind of immediate. Yeah. Like get me in the zone is listening to podcasts, reading books, um, listening to Miles, listening to my husband come up with concepts yeah. gets me in the zone. Very cool. Um, a very uh, kind of off the topic question. Oh. When I, I'm super curious to, cause I hate having, there's so many titles out there. When you introduce yourself to people, do you like, what is your title you give people? Do you say blogger? Do you say content creator? What do you say? So I, you know, what's funny is I always put that I'm a writer. Like I really enjoy writing. Like that's when I really enjoy it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm blogging, but I'm also really writing. Like I take pride in my writing. So like, I'm like, you know, hi, you know, I'm Kira. Um, I'm a writer for the Banana Moon blog, right? Cause like, it's like, okay, it still is a blog, yeah. but I'm writing on it. And then um, I lead with, who I am first right and then I say and then I have a son and then I'm married too you know because for a long time I used to say oh I'm a mom but I'm not just that yeah uh, or my husband I'm not just a wife right. you know right I'm um, so I'm a writer yeah. sometimes I depend, you know the thing is it depends on who I'm talking to too yeah. right yeah like and when people like if I'm in a group of bloggers right I'll say I'm a writer for the Banana Moon blog, or I'm a blogger. Yeah. Um, and then if I'm in a space with writers, I'm gonna say I'm a writer. Like, yeah, you know. So it depends. I think right. I think you kind of have room to kind of figure out what comes first. Yeah, I um I I battled for a long time because um for my YouTube channel, I I just never liked saying I'm a YouTuber because I don't feel like I'm yeah. I'm, I'm a YouTuber in that sense, like yeah. so many fame other people are. So I'm like, I just say I'm a content creator because I do create other things outside of videos. Um, yeah. It, it's so interesting to hear what everybody gives their own separate title um, in this kind of world. Also too, um, it's so funny you said that because on my business card, I just got business cards made. What kind of makes me official, right? I think. <laughs> Are, do people still do business cards? I don't know. But um, my husband still carries business cards. It just looks really good for him. So I was like, I'll get me some. Yeah. But on my um, business card, I put either blogger plus content creator or writer plus content creator. So Yeah, it's just, I feel like it's just because uh, you can hold so much space in there. You don't, it doesn't have to be video. It doesn't have to be 
writing there's a little bit of space in there because it can also be photography or whatever it may be yeah um so i feel like it's just a very curious question that i always ask people in this space like what do you how do you introduce yourself <laughs> um, so it's always interesting to me um you had said uh, a little bit ago you are consistent and, and but going at a slower you know a slower pace than people might see that they are growing is mm -hmm. there a thought in your head though of kind of you know this is where i want to grow it to or this is where i want to have it be yes there is a goal um i do have a goal i would love to one day um be able to write a book okay. um but as far as like my growth you know looking at numbers yeah. give me anxiety yeah. makes me makes me crazy so what I say is to myself every single day is if I'm changing the life of one or two or three people or impacting them in some kind of way, at the end of the day, like, does having 10,000 really mean anything? Right, 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 right. Um, because I can say that, oh, yeah, I posted something and I got this many likes. Right. But really, you know when I'm depressed and feeling sad or lonely and down, those numbers can't do anything for me. Right. It's those people that I'm around that I'm building relationships, authentic relationships with that pour into me, yeah. that pushed me to, you know, keep going. And so growth for me is extending or expanding my um, influence capacity, yeah. but in a sense that, I am impacting someone's life in, in a positive way. You know what I mean? Right. And, and in, when you're saying that for me, I, I'm, I'm very much the same way. I don't have um, a ton of followers and I don't necessarily focus on that so much. I, I focus a lot on the conversations I have with people and mm -hmm. those kinds of relationships and what I learn from everybody. Um, mm -hmm because like in like this space, I love getting to hear other people's stories and what motivates them and what's kind of um, pushed people to be where they are. Mm -hmm. So I yeah. think it's, it's such an incredible um, opportunity to have. And I think sometimes people focus too much on the numbers. Yeah. And the numbers are, they give you, I mean, let's just say like how many people, how many times a day do you hear people saying something's going on? Yeah. with this something's yeah. going on with the algorithms and all of that yeah. i can't be worried about the algorithm the algorithms are not paying my bills no you know? <laughs> so yeah I, I i get that to the full extent and it, it's it's very um we're living in a world right now where your numbers matter in in such a way and i think you have to take a step back from that and realize like and especially during COVID, i think a lot of people did that those numbers don't mean anything. It's the conversations and the relations that you did, do you have? And, and, and I think COVID uh, um, pushed us to pivot, Yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Because we were no longer able to go out and buy. Yeah. We were, no, a, a, we were not able to go out and show, you know, the trips that we were taking. And, you know, we were in, at home, yeah. in our norm, yeah. our real norm. Yeah and people were going crazy yeah. and they needed to be authentic and they needed it. They needed to be real yeah. because 
they couldn't fake the funk anymore. Yeah. Oh, God. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so now I have to show up on social media as I am. Yeah. As I am, you know, like in that moment. And so I tell people all the time, yeah, there were some horrible things that came out of 2020, but there were also some really great things. We saw, of course, not in a, not like a huge way, but we saw people starting to shift their content around this is who I am. Yeah. I want to be real. I want to be authentic. Every day is not unicorn and rainbows you know yeah for me it was uh it it was a very pivotal moment in that I was kind of like I it was that inner battle of do I post content right now as well because like does anybody really care we're not functioning in a normal world Mm -hmm. it's that it that's that angel and demon talking is it worth putting out there Mm -hmm. because like who knows if somebody is actually listening to this or Mm -hmm. Did you ever have any of those moments when we were going through all of this? Um, yeah, but you know, I think for me it was a little bit different too, right? Because we like right after COVID hit, we were at the height of like George Floyd and and so I think that during that time for me, that was the best time for me because I could be honest about where I was yeah. walking through George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor. So I could be honest about where I was. So the content that I was putting out was like, hey, here's where I am. Right. This is what it means to raise a Black son. This is what it means to have a Black husband, you know, um, and this is what it means to feel isolated in that, right? Because not only were we isolated because of COVID, we were isolated in our Blackness. Yeah. You know, and so I, like, it was like, for a lot of Black content creators, it just allowed that time to really shed light on the issues that were going on. Um, And it also kind of charged a lot of other people to step up, um, particularly white content creators to say, hey, you got to say something, you know? But it was also a time where it was just, it just got a little crazy, Yeah, you know? And, but it needed to happen. And of course, we still have so much growth to do. We have, we have so many more heights, so many mountains to climb, so many valleys to go through. But I think um, 2020 was one of those years where either you came out strong or you came out like, I got some work to do, you know? Yeah. When, when you're talking about that, I, I, what's popping in my head is what is the, how did you walk miles through all of those events that were happening? What was, what was the biggest thing you wanted him to grasp? Um, I think in the beginning, it was really hard on both of us. And I think mothers, parents can identify with this the most because I had to teach miles about what it means to have grace yeah. And he had to teach me too about what it means to have grace because we was, let me tell you, we were like <laughs> at each other's neck. Like yeah. I was like, listen, as much as you don't want to be home, yeah, I don't want to be here either. Like I want to be sitting at a coffee shop, <laughs> drinking a latte. I know you want to be at school with your friends, yeah. but we're both here. And so we got to figure this thing out. We did not sign up for this. I know I didn't sign up to be a first grade teacher, 
Um, a lot of other parents didn't sign up to be a teacher, but I think um, it was just like, hey, right now this is hard. Yeah. And this is what we have to do to be able to walk through it. Um, and so that was one thing. And then the second thing was just talking to him about racial issues and like what it forced for at the time a six-year-old. Right. And right. so, you know, we read a lot of books and, you know, we had, you know, childlike conversations around the issue and the topic. Now, if he asked me a question, I didn't spare him. You know, I was like, this is what it means. Yes. And so, yeah, that's how we kind of walk through that time. Yeah. Such a, it, like you said, some of us came out stronger in 2020 and some of us came out looking very disheveled um, mm-hmm. and very, very trying to figure out what to do next. Yeah. Um, and, it, and I think it's okay to be both, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think people have to realize that like, it's okay to not know. That's how you grow. Like you, you have to ask those questions. You're not going to know, you know, I have friends who call me all the time, Karen, what is his name? And I don't want, I don't want you to, I'm like, listen, I'm so glad you called me. Right. You know, um, because I might call you too, you know, like, <laughs> so I think it's okay to be both. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. I absolutely love that. Um, I want to end this with a question that I ask everybody. Um, what inspires you? What inspires me? I think that the work that I am doing now and also my husband's doing now will impact my son and his son and his son. And to know that how we are creating change in the world today will allow him to be the man that he's intended to be in the future. Um, So yeah, I think that's what inspires me to keep going. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. And I think uh, a word that popped in my mind, it was just growth when you were just Mm -hmm. saying just it's a massive word I'm trying to work with right now too is just um growth in so many areas of life and I think it's important for everybody to have that as well mm-hmm. yeah it's good yeah thank you so much Kara for being here I had so much fun talking about this I learned so much from your all your goodness um, thank so you. I, appreciate, I appreciate you so much being here Thank you so much for asking me and inviting me. Um, and I hope that you get to enjoy the weather. Yes, thank you so much. And I'm going to have all of Kira's stuff uh, linked down below so you guys can go follow her and go read um, her blog and get into the See Through the Lens of Miles. Uh, yeah. It is so cool. Uh, but thank you again, Kira. And I will see you guys back here next time. Bye, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you for stopping by and listening to this episode of the Conversation Series podcast. We love having conversations here. And whatever platform you are listening to this on, please rate and review. It makes a huge difference. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at DLClarity on Instagram and catch more behind the scenes of how we do these episodes of the Conversation Series. As always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye, y'all.